Yo, what's up? This is Black Loud Proud, and this is Straight Yak, no motherfucking chaser. I got the yak, and it's on ice, literally straight yak. So this episode should be pretty motherfucking interesting. Let's go. you motherfucking happy whatever makes you happy do that shit all right so boom today i want to talk to you about love baby what would you know about love no. i don't know shit <laughs> but i'm gonna talk to y'all about some shit that i really love right and that's one my motherfucking self and two, libraries. <laughs> I'm a librarian. I'm in library school, right? So what better shit is there? F- f- what better shit is there for me to talk about? Yeah, I already been drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. You should already assume that motherfucking shit that I was drinking. So, yeah, I want to talk to you about self-love, love and self but also the libraries, right? So what I originally attended, intended to like really talk about was to continue my discussion about everything being a fucking scam, right? And I think one of the things that I said, like the top five scams, right? Number one, insurance. Insurance is a motherfucking scam, more specifically health insurance. And the conversation that I really want to have is about how People make it seem, not all people, there are some people, a certain class of people and a certain group within that class really make it seem like it's easy as hell to take care of yourself or to, you know, self-care. That shit is easy, right? But it's really hard. And taking care of yourself in this society, in this world, under, like, this system that we live in that like the food don't be real. The food is processed. You know what I learned the other day that blew my motherfucking mind y'all is that a lot of shit we eat is out of season, right? We can just go to the grocery store and get strawberries 365 days of the year. I want the same old love. That goddamn Benita Baker. Baby, I saw a black lady backing up her car. Oh, she couldn't drive. I was like, and she looked like Anita. I said, goddamn, Aunt Anita, you look, you look like you could sing a motherfucking song, but you cannot back up a car. But anyway, um, people make it seem like it's just easy to take care of yourself. And that's really not the case. It's a fucking full-time job to take care of yourself. Oh, that's what it was. This is what I learned. That we eat these foods and shit out of season or a lot of the shit is imported from all of these different countries and different places, right? 
This food be sitting for weeks before it gets to us, like fresh foods. It's wild. Like, don't mark my words on this. It just happens to be a brother that I typically trust because most of his information that I've checked for myself is, you know, it stands up. And so what he told me was that, um, you know, like a lot of these foods that we get fresh produce, quote unquote, has sat for weeks. 30 days, 17 days, however long before it actually gets to the grocery store. And we actually buy it and then take it home. And by the time we get to it before it falls apart, right? Or sometimes shit don't even be falling apart. Because look at, um, when like you bought some apples recently. You can buy an apple and leave that bitch on the counter or in the refrigerator forever. Forever, ever, forever, ever. Apples should never live that long. <laughs> they they shouldn't and it's crazy so what the brother was saying was that like there's a process of like when you actually pick or harvest or however you know like whatever the term is when you take the the plant from you know like the ground or if you you pick it off the tree or whatever the case may be it loses its nutritional value over a period of time so when we're looking at things that have sat um, you know, in boxes or in transportate in transport for, you know, days and weeks, it's already lost the lion's share of its nutritional value. And I was like, wow. And so what he was what he was saying was a lot of times frozen foods and shit like that, um, frozen veggies and fruit are better and have more nutritional value because they typically like pick that and immediately, you know, blanch it or do whatever. And that preserves, you know, like the nutritional value. And that shit really blew my mind. And I'm like, yo, that's some shit I really need to to research and get into more shit to know. So that's what I want to talk about. Self-care and more shit to know, knowing things. Right. Um, And so. With self-care motherfuckers be like, yeah, just go to the doctor, just do X, Y, and Z. But what if I don't know what doctor to see? I don't know what age I was before I understood what a lot of different, you know, like doctors actually do or, you know, like what they're for, like a urologist. I'm not a man, so I that word had no, you know, whatever. I'm sure I probably learned it when I was down to the schoolhouse. Um get my education at, you know, Howard or whatever. I'm sure that's probably, I probably learned about urology or whatever in men's health with Kevin Harper, wherever Kevin Harper is. If you know that nigga, he used to teach women's health, men health in, uh, up at Howard. Tell that nigga I said, what's up? Because I don't remember if he had his doctorate or not. I'm just, I mean, he was so legit. I'm just call him doctor. Anyway, Dr. Harper, that nigga was that nigga. You hear me? Like he taught us so much. And I think one of the things that he told us in maybe it was women's health or health in general, he was like, man, I'm gonna give y'all a tip. And as someone who is married to a woman, it's definitely a tip for me. Whenever your, your lady, your woman is on her period, you can bat that with three things, cash, cashews, and chocolate. And he broke down, you know, how cashews help with like depression and shit like that. And um, chocolate, how that triggers, I think, like dopamine and shit like that in your head. And then money. All women love money. And if you say you don't, you're a fucking liar. Just tell the truth. It's shame the devil. It's okay. Your man ain't got no money, sis. 
you still like money. I know you do. We all do because bills need to be paid and chill, unfortunately, does not pay the bills. Okay. Um, unless you're white and, you know, that works for some of them or whatever the case may be. But anyway, cash, cash, using chocolate, uh, put that in your pocket, use it. Um, but take it care of yourself. That shit is like a full time job, like to really assess your body and all of the things that you have going on and like how to address that. Because a lot like I just talked about nutrients missing from the food and, you know, like a lot of the shit that we eat is processed because, you know, we're tired and we want to be quick and we want to do all of these things. And so it's like this crazy you know, um, cycle that we're in and that we're a part of. And I be, if you listen to this, that out of 10 times, you're probably black of African descent. Um, and if you don't identify as such, then okay. I respect whatever your, the way you identify yourself. Um, and while we're speaking of identify yourself, I'll share with you guys my pronouns she, her, and hers. I'm clapping for myself because I'm getting the handle on this shit. Day by day, step by motherfucking step. Gender pronouns, work on them. Respect people in the way that they identify. So anyway, taking care of yourself. Full-time motherfucking job. And it also re- requires like, a high level of thinking that we just typically don't have because in order to be healthy um, and like navigate this medical system and, you know, this bullshit health insurance scam um, that we have um, that gives us bullshit access to doctors. I mean, we still got to pay co-pays and you know, that blows the shit out of me when it comes to, you know, we working on these jobs and these motherfuckers like, Oh, you need a doctor's note. Bitch, I had a sinus infection and I used some medicine I had in the house and I healed my motherfucking self. I didn't go to a doctor. I'm not finna pay them no fucking copay. I healed myself. I'm finna write a self note, bitch. Princess was sick on this day. She is set to return on this motherfucking day, period. But anyway, co-pays and, you know, like in network, out of network, um, the racial disparities, you know, that exist in healthcare. You literally have to know how to advocate for yourself in these situations. But that requires a, like that requires knowledge that some people just don't have. Money and time that people just don't have because I'm going to tell y'all, let me, let me think about all the different type of appointments that I have. Acupuncture, right? Chiropractic care because my back, my neck and my back, my shoulders, I carry so much stress in my shoulders, right? And when I speak of stress, then I have to talk about depression and anxiety and how that manifests, you know, here and there, sometimes, you know, more greatly than others, I have to see a psychiatrist so that I can be prescribed the medication to help me manage my mental health. Then I have to see a therapist, right? And so that's another appointment that I have. And I'm married and we're in marriage counseling, couple of counseling, whatever you, that's another appointment. That's 45 minutes to an hour out of my week because we go to couples therapy every week. Uh, 
I have been trying to take better care of my feet. A couple months ago, I had a slip and fall accident at a hotel while I was in Miami. Uh, bury my grandmother and um that slip and fall turned and you know me seeing you know my podiatrist who I had already been seeing anyway but for other reasons because now my ankle and all of this shit is hurt so I got podiatrist appointments um I meet with my PCP well we have a check-in weekly because I'm working on losing weight Weight loss is something that, you know, like is really important to me and that I'm really trying to focus on. And there's all this self-work and things that you have to do and things you have to learn about yourself. And, you know, like what's at the root of, you know, your eating habits and all of this different type of shit. Right. And then if I wasn't tripping about copays and shit like that, I would still be seeing my nutritionist maybe once a month. I go to the gym twice a week. Um, baby, I don't give a fuck how many things I read or how many testimonies y'all give about how y'all feel so much better when you leave the gym and it's a stress reliever and rah, rah, rah. The gym just don't do it for me, sweetheart. I got a Peloton because I thought, baby, that would that's not going to do it for me, sweetheart. I don't know what's going to do it, but it's none of those things. And I think I have to be okay with the fact that that shit just don't do for me what it be doing for y'all or what they said it's supposed to do. Maybe I'm doing the gym wrong. I don't know. But I go to the gym twice a week. Uh, what else, what else I have to do? Um, I have fibroids or, you know, um, I just recently learned I have a polyp in my uterus. Um, and that's causing me heavy bleeding. Excuse me, gentlemen. Just, yeah. I'm sure you know a woman in your life, mother, sister, daughter, friend, wife, or somebody who's struggling with fibroids and, you know, PCOS and endometriosis and things like that. And if you you aren't aware of those things, educate yourself to the best of your abilities just a little bit. Listen to people and don't be uncomfortable by the reality of the things that we experience. And even though you're not a woman. Or you don't identify as a woman. Um, it's okay to know a little bit. Because you need to be able to provide support for people who are going through. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, like, oh, you can pass information and knowledge, you know, between e- between each other. Because that's important, right? Even as a man, you should be able to do that. But I digress. There's literally so much, right? And then the big thing, you know, like we're all trying to um, growth and development. You know, we all focused on that. We all trying to be better, um, you know, mentally, spiritually, all of these different things, right? And it's like um, that process is hard. And one of the main things that we're doing now is like, Mental health. Remember a couple years ago, I did mental May where I, where I, we talked about mental health issues throughout the month. If you haven't heard those episodes, definitely go back, um, to the mental May and check out those episodes because they are incredibly important conversations that I have had with black people who are mental health professionals or who professionally deal with their mental health like me. (laughs) Um, but 
in learning more about mental health, you know, everybody's like therapy, therapy, therapy. And I am someone who is 100%. I, I believe everybody needs therapy. Some of us need that shit every day. Um, I don't think insurance covers that. I don't think most therapists have the, you know, capacity to see you every day. Um, but yo, who was that nigga? Was it Will Smith? It was somebody who said that, um, maybe it was Chris Rock. I don't know. It was, oh, I think it was Chris Rock. That nigga said he was at therapy every day or something like that for an extended period of time because he got diagnosed uh, somewhere on the spectrum, I think, as an adult. But anyway, the ability to see a therapist every day, honey, it's some, it's some shit that I need to work out every day. But sometimes that look like weekly. Sometimes it could be biweekly. Sometimes it could be monthly or quarterly. Like your need for, you know, check-ins and therapy, it changes because, you know. Sometimes shit be Gucci and then other times life be life and it ain't one thing. It's a motherfucker another. You need help unpacking that and making sure you maintain your boundaries and your peace and that you're centered. You know, everybody needs therapy. But therapy is not an easy process, right? Because one of the main barriers is finance. Do you have money to, you know, a lot of companies are like, uh, we can give you the information so you can get reimbursement. Look, I'm already struggling in this here life. I ain't got time to be trying to figure out how to get no reimbursement and fighting with my insurance for no shit that they may or may not cover. So did a lot of times you have to pay out of pocket. The therapists deserve every dollar and dime that they're asking for and more. Right. But a lot of us just don't have it. And I know some people are like, oh, you make time, you make allocations for what you fuck out of here. Because if I'm depressed and I'm an absolute mess, I might not be managing my fucking funding right so that I can set the money aside in order to have fucking therapy. But, you know, that's a whole nother thing. The um, Another thing with therapy, if you're black, I would strongly recommend you see someone who is black and the number of therapists who are black um, is not as great as it should be. So you might have trouble finding, you know, a black therapist that is and then one that is more specifically covered by your insurance. Right. And then like having to find a schedule that works for you and the therapist, like you might find one, but then they ain't got no openness for you. Now you back out here in the streets or you may find a therapist and it's just not the therapist for you because there's no one size fits all on therapy. You might run into somebody and it's just not the person that you connect with in order to do the work that you need to do. Right. Or they might not understand you in the way that you need to be understood. So you might have to look for somebody else. It's so many fucking variables to that shit. And people just be like, Oh, just go to therapy. No, bitch. It's really not that simple. Are you helping them find a therapist? Are you helping them find the time to do therapy? Like it's, it's so much that come with that shit. It sound real good, real easy, real simple to just be like, oh, go to therapy. Um, taking care of yourself is expensive. I can't imagine what that looks like for, I be, I struggle, right? I think my wife and the insurance that she has, it's even a greater struggle. I realize I'm more privileged 
you know, like than she is in many ways because certain, you know, uh, shit, you have different restrictions and different, you know, this, that, and the third. You, it's a lot, right? And I just, it's not as simple as just do this, right? And I think that's something that we all get caught up in too easily of like, oh, you could just, no, you can just, because you have that information, you have that knowledge and that know-how, but that's not the experience of everyone else. Actually, that's a perfect segue into what I really want to talk about, right? So I was going to have this whole conversation with you about um, taking care of yourself and, you know, like all these different variables and how that's, you know, this big thing and how it's incredibly different, difficult to do so maneuvering through this scam of a country that we fucking live in. It really this world, right? So, um, <coughs> so, yeah, this is a perfect segue into <coughs> what I really want to talk about, right? Which is literacy. And it's like, you know, what is literacy? I went and looked it up because I have a concept of what it is in my mind and I know and understand it. But in order to communicate that to you, I'm going to read a definition or two. Literacy, in its broadest sense, describe particular ways of thinking about and thinking about and doing reading and writing with the purpose of understanding or expressing thoughts or ideas in written form in some specific in some specific context of use. Literacy, competence or knowledge in a specified area. The ability to use printed and written information to function in society, to achieve one goal, one's goals, and to develop one's knowledge and potential. There are so many ways that it can be defined, and there's so many different types of literacy, right? Which I thought was incredibly interesting. Uh, where's the tab? Um, baby, I pulled up so many. It's just, it's, you know, what is the main literacy that I wanted to talk about while I look this up real quick is information literacy, right? Um, information literacy, uh, I'll, I'll get back to that. But there are different types of literacy, literacy right? Um, I, you know, you try to Google, you're going to come up with several different things on Google, there's this one article that popped up for me is um, what are the 13 types of literacy? So it says, number one, digital literacy, which is by definition, it encompasses a wide range of skills, all of which are necessary to succeed in, increasing, in an increasingly digital world. As print mediums begin to die out, the ability to comprehend information found online becomes more and more important. Students who lack digital Digital literacy skills may soon find themselves. Why does it end right there? I don't know. God bless the person who put this together. Um, media literacy. According to the National Association for Le- Media Literacy Education, media literacy is the ability to assess, to access, excuse me, 
analyze, evaluate, create, and act using all forms of communication. Media literacy means anything from interpreting emojis to understanding underlying messages in online advertisements to producing viral video content and recognizing native advertising. Media literacy is jam fucking packed, right? Because one of the things that stood out to me was interpreting emojis. So I don't have children, but a lot of my friends and family have children. And one thing that I've learned from other parents is that emojis mean something completely different to children, to people younger than us. We have like different languages that we're using and it's like how do we even tap in to figure out what the fuck that what the fuck that even means i digress recreational literacy independent activities that cultivate positive attitudes interests and literacy habits discipline disciplinary disciplinary literacy the treatment by experts in various disciplines of students reading writing and critical thinking abilities specific to different disciplines okay that makes sense like knowing what the fuck you talking about in your particular discipline. Um, there are a lot of people who are in finance or um, economics and things of that nature. And they speak on that discipline like they know what they're talking about, but they're lacking literacy in the discipline. Anyway, civic literacy, knowledge of how to actively participate and affect change in a local community and society. Ooh, child. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, mm, mm. I bet if I went on the street right now and asked people what different uh, parts of local um, government, uh, state government, federal government, like what their roles are, they would absolutely not know. And even to be even more specifically, not even just what those people like, if you have a problem, how do you know who to contact in that whole chain that I just described in order to have your problem um, rectified, right? Like, it be holes on the streets and potholes and things of that nature, but there are a lot of people who don't realize that there's, you know, Department of Transportation or maybe another department in their city that handles that type of thing, and those would be the people that you reach out to in order to, you know, like, rectify the problem to get the pothole fixed. A lot of people don't know that because they don't think that far and they don't have the ability to dig deeper. <laughs> I mean, because really literacy is about digging deeper, right? In all of these different things and thinking critically about a thing. And I think that we are born critical thinkers, but coming through the uh, public school system and even private in many cases coming through the education system K through 12 in the United States of America um, and coming up in, you know, like homes where um, you're basically put in these situations where people discourage you from asking questions like the child who's mom, dad, why, how, what, who, where and you're exhausted because capitalism has beat your ass all day um and the kid coming to ask you 50 fucking questions you know got you tired and you don't want to answer so you discourage them from asking questions and then you're in a you you go to school you're in an overcrowded class 
or, you know, you don't have a teacher that's competent or, you know, what like there's so many different variables that teachers have to deal with even competent teachers that don't give them the ability to answer every question. Right. And so you we're we're raised sometimes. And I know you knew gentle parents and, you know, uh, folks who doing the work and trying to be better than all those who came before us may do things differently. But in a lot of cases, we are trained to not ask questions. Right. And so we lack those critical thinking skills that we were born with because we don't interrogate everything and ask questions about it. We just take the information for what it is. I don't give a fuck what it is. If I see a post and it's it's, it's a fact, allegedly, I'm researching that shit. Who said that? Where that come from? I I got questions. Like I'm I'm not just gonna sit on. What I'm being told, right? Like I, I gotta interrogate the thing. I gotta break, I gotta break it down. Okay, so it can forever and consistently be broken. But everyone doesn't have that skill set and that know how, right? And so you know, like that goes back to what we really talking about: literacy, right? So um, multicultural literacy, the ability to understand and appreciate the parallels and differences between customs, values, and beliefs. Um, information literacy, a transformational process first described by Abila, I don't know, where the learner needs to find, understand, evaluate, and use information in various forms for their own personal gain. This can include personal, social, or global purposes, right? And so the main thing that I was talking about, you know, like um, taking care of ourselves and like knowing information, like, Information literacy is huge. It really is at what the root of what I want to talk about. But I just want to kind of, you know, explore. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to go through um, the rest of these uh, literacies here. Um, Basic literacy, early literacy, civic, social literacy. I said that digital financial literacy is huge. Right. Because people think that. Oh, if black people just had financial literacy, we'll be fine. It don't work that way. But God bless those who think that. Um, Matter of fact, I was trying to dig up some quotes and some things of that nature to really um, get me started and, you know, to invoke into the conversation for us to, you know, like whatever. Um, To dig deeper. (laughs) To really get into the thing, and I was looking, I was searching on YouTube for, I wonder, will it show me what I searched? Um, I know one of the things I typed in was African-American information literacy. Um, Just because I wanted to hear black people speak on um, information, you know, like on literacy or whatever. And a lot of the shit that popped up was like financial literacy, financial literacy, financial literacy, the greatest financial myth. Talk to, uh, talk, uh, to the black community. Listen, let me tell you something. I'm gonna do you a favor right now. Um, uh, yeah. Do yourself a favor. Educate yourself. Empower yourself by checking out the brother, Dr. Jared Ball. The myth 
and the propaganda of black buying power. Again, the myth and propaganda of black buying power by Dr. Jared Ball. Um, the, like he really talks about the impact that this myth of the black, you know, the buying power that the black community has. Cause you know, you know how the folks love to jump on a box and start talking about, um, if you didn't buy the Jordans, then you can afford a house. And you know, you know how they do, you know how they do policing people. Um, and the little money they spend, baby, blowing $200 on a pair of shoes is not going to get you out of poverty. It's not going to drastically improve or change your life. And even though there are some people who can take $200 and turn it into $200,000 plus, it takes a level of knowing and access and understanding to get to a point that you can actually do that. So you can't just be like, oh, yeah, just do this. Because a matter of fact, this is why this shit was on my heart, because a lot of times I'm in conversation and you hear people say you don't have an excuse. You have a phone in your hand. Yeah, I have a phone in my hand. But what does that mean if I'm not literate? Right. If I don't have, you know. Without a certain level of literacy, I don't have the ability to, you know what I'm saying? Like to just access whatever you like. I can't teach. You don't if you don't know anything about anything about financial literacy, about um, health, um, you know, issues that you may be having. If you don't know the language, if you don't know the terms of the discipline how do you just get that like you 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 don't just say hey there's no reason why you don't understand you know world history because you have google like what the fuck am i googling like when i what you what i'm supposed to just do go to the google and type in world history like you gotta have you gotta have something to start with and somewhere to go and even know how to start and go that's the process right because when I type in world history, like what comes up, uh, that ain't helping me understand shit about um, world history, whatever the fuck that means. Like that shit is so broad. It This idea that people should know is absolutely crazy. The American Library Association talks about Information literacy being a set of abilities requiring individuals to recognize when information is needed and have the ability to locate, evaluate, and use effectively the needed information. People have to recognize when information is needed. So you could say, oh, you know, you have a health problem, so you know you need information. But you got to have the ability to locate it. And that's going to require some things that some people just don't have. What I can do with Google is what you cannot do with Google because I've taken research method courses. I have always been a person who has thought critically and was fortunate enough to be in a gifted program that literally 
taught us critical thinking and challenged us, you know, like in every class and course and situation to interrogate the text. And then, you know, I expounded on, you know, that base that I had in graduate school because, you know, I'm a student of history. And so, of course, in history, you learn research methods, you learn how to find information, you learn how to, you know, like how to choose a topic and what you should search for and where you should search for it at and like all of this different type of shit. Right. Like these are things that I have learned. These are skills that I have that are above average that the average person does not have. And it angers me. When people say, oh, you got Google, you should just open it up and do whatever. Like, no, like you got to tell Google what the fuck you looking for. and You got to know how to tell Google what to look for. Right. And so in, you know, in doing some of this reading about information literacy and like trying to get my talking points together or whatever, um, I, I saw this shit where it said in 1989, the American Library Association um, wrote uh, how our country deals with the realities of the information age will have enormous impact on our democratic way of life and on our nation's ability to compete internationally. This in 1989, that was before shit. I the military probably the only motherfuckers that had the internet in 89 them and bill gates i guess i don't fucking know but nobody you knew had the internet in 1989 right and so we got to this we got to this place and we have access to all of these things but just because you can go on google doesn't mean your information smart and i was looking at that term and i was like information smart like what like what does that mean um and it i found um five tips to be information smart right these five tips were developed by librarians at California State University um they call it the crap test um, CRAP stands for Currency, Relevance, Authority, Accuracy, and Purpose. This even ventures away from the point that I'm really trying to make a bit. But, like, these are things that you have to know once you type in whatever the fuck it is you're looking for. You have to be able to look at it. Currency, the timeliness of the information. When was it published? When was it posted? Has it been revisited or updated? Because if I'm searching for shit about um, mental health, I don't want to be looking for no shit that they was talking about in 79. I want to look for the shit they was talking about in 2020, 2021, 2022. Like, you got to be able to make those type of assessments or relevance. The importance of the information for your specific needs. Does the information relate to your topic of question? Is it pitched at the right level? Who is the intended audience? Have you considered other sources? Like, because a lot of people don't know you, you don't go with the first shit that you find. You got to know how to like interrogate and look at all of this different shit. Um, evaluate the source. Who said it? 
you reading shit about COVID? Are you on, you know, like a government website? Are you on, you know, uh, the CDC or, you know, other medical authorities that know what the fuck they're talking about and not just guessing and saying that COVID was caused by uh, 5G towers? Rolling my fucking eyes. But anyway... The accuracy of the information, you got to be able to evaluate and tell it. And then, you know, the purpose was the purpose of this information. And it, is it to inform? Is it to teach? Is it to sell? Is it to persuade? Is it to entertain? Is it fact, opinion, propaganda? Is it free of biases? Does the author like, like you really have to have, you have to be information smart. You have to know. <sighs> How to sift through this information, literacy, right? Like, when you need information, where and how to find it, how to evaluate the accuracy, the authority of whoever is saying this shit, and then, you know, how you're actually going to use it. That shit is, that shit is heavy. And it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of shit that people expect people to just know, and it just does not work that way. It don't work that way. It does not work that way. And those are unrealistic expectations that we hold against the people that we love, that we hold against strangers, that we hold against a whole group of people who aren't information smart, who haven't been taught to think, to think critically who don't know how to ask all the questions. I'm different <clears throat> because again, I'm trained, right? I'm trained and I'm also self-trained in terms of the way that I research. I've also been using the internet a lot longer than most people who are 35 years old. I had the internet at home in the nine out of two thousands back when motherfuckers was using those AOL CDs because, you know, for free internet access, my mom had to actually pay for that shit and then pay for my separate line so that the internet didn't interfere with uh, the regular telephone, right? And so we, I couldn't even use the AOL disc because I live in Statesboro, Fort fucking Georgia, and living in Statesboro, there are no... um. there weren't any local numbers. Right. And so, uh, without those local numbers, it would have been long distance. So I couldn't use the CDs. So I was privileged in a sense that my mom was willing to, you know, make that sacrifice and pay, you know, the extra money for the internet and for an extra phone. And I've just always been inquisitive. Um, which brings me to the last part. Um, as a child, I, really utilize the resources that were available to me at the library. Um, I had a question when I was probably like eight or nine about where did race come from? I went to the library, went through the car catalog and found some book, I think just called Homo Sapien. That shit was bigger than me. Um, And I went through trying to, you know, make sense of, you know, that scientific language that I had no uh, understanding of that goes back to disciplinary literacy right um I didn't really understand but I tried to make sense of it or you know when I was 10 I wanted to be a rapper and um as I you know 11 12 and I'm 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 making I'm writing lyrics I'm doing all of this shit I research information about 
copyright laws. I went to the library. I got a book on copywriting. I read that on trademarking. I read the difference between trademark and, you know, copyright. Um, when I decided that I wanted to go to Howard, I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. But when I did figure out what I wanted to do, I did research. I wanted to do radio, right? I looked at, you know, the average uh, salary a radio personality would make. I did the research. I learned that the larger the market you're in, the more access and exposure and advertising dollars that come in. And so the larger your salary and your platform and, you know, access to things in entertainment and of that nature. So I knew, okay. I'm going to use Howard as the, you know, as a networking tool because I don't need, I learned that you don't need a degree to do radio, right? But it would afford me the opportunity to create a platform and to create a network and understanding where I could work in a decent market, right? Got to Howard, decided I wanted to do something else, and here we fucking are. Mind your motherfucking goddamn business. But I say all those things to say that I've, done and interrogated things differently because I was given tools um, along the way um, in my educational process to critique and ask questions about things that most people don't ask questions about. If I see a book, well, who the fuck wrote it? Who the fuck are they? Who the fuck is the publisher? What other shit, if I don't already know off the top of my head, what other shit has this publisher put out? When was it published? Oh, they're they're from a university. What is the school of thought that's, you know, typically coming out of that university? I don't give a fuck what book it is. I, it could be a fiction book. Uh, who And who the fuck is that? And what the fuck they be writing? And what's the fuck they background? And where they from? I got questions that need motherfucking answers. I'm always questioning and answering some shit. I don't go, any question I have, I'm going to go find a motherfucking answer. I'm that friend that when we sit somewhere and you ask a random question like, damn, um, did Michael Jackson, you know, whatever random question, who was his lawyer? I'm going to look it up, bitch. The phone right here in my hand. And I have the skills and the information smarts and information literacy. I'm keen. I'm an expert. You know what I'm saying? I can go through and find that shit real quick. I find shit real quick. I find shit quicker than the people that I work with at the library. Which brings me to my last point. Your local library is a great resource. Your local library is a great resource. No matter how big or small that motherfucker is. No matter if you got one or 30 libraries in your fucking city. It is a resource. I encourage you today to sign up for a library card. And especially if you have children, because there's so many programming and books and different things that you can, you know, learn and skills that they can develop. And, you know, like here in D.C., um, D.C. has 26 libraries. The main location is, you know, I don't know if that's downtown D.C. I don't know what the fuck that area is called. But the Martin Luther King Library is the central library, right? And then there's 25 neighborhood libraries, which is a lot because D.C. is really not that big. So a lot of the libraries are like, you know, two to three miles, you know, with the, with in distance of each other or less. But anyway, go sign up at your local library. Take advantage of the books that you can check out in, sto- in 
not in store, but in your library, but also books that you can borrow online, um, ebooks. Some of y'all like that. But for those of you who need to touch it, like me, I go get, you know, I get my book, the actual book. Sometimes I have to take the L and do digital. Um, I also do audio books. Um, I'm going to need to read it and listen to it at the same time because I don't know. That's just how my brain works. That's what works for me. Um, I can't just process a book, an audio book like that. But for those of you who do, you don't have to buy or, you know, pay an Audible subscription or be trying to hustle up on an audio track for a book. You can literally see what your what your library has. And if you live in a metropolitan area, it is very likely that you can actually um, get library cards in the surrounding counties or towns or cities or whatever. Um, and then you can use, you know, like their resources, because sometimes I may be looking for a book and D.C. public ain't got it. So then I'm like, mm, I'm going to check Prince George's Prince George's County because I have a card there. And oh, if they don't have it, then I'm going to check Montgomery County. And then even if all of them have it, I'm going to see which one has it first and which one is closer. Um, so many different variables, so many different things. If you're in D.C., um, D.C. Public Library org damn wouldn't that be crazy if that ain't the website i haven't been on that website in a while because i've been taking care of stuff yeah dclibrary.org you go on there there's so many different databases that are available to you um there are language um mango language where you can learn an additional language you don't have to pay for rosetta stone you don't have to pay for duolingo duolingo a lingo, whatever it is, there are resources available to through your library. Um, there's a canopy that has a lot of movies and documentaries um, that are great and incredible. Um, if you like to learn um, and be entertained, um, your library offers, you know, credits and things like that where you can watch through there. Um, DC Library also has access to uh also gives you access to Ancestry.com, um, the library version. Um, so you don't have to pay for a subscription to Ancestry if you're doing family history shit. Um, and, and like I was saying, the main branch here has an incredible amount of resources. Like you can go and record podcasts there. You can film things there. Like they have a like a video camera studio little thing down there. I think they have a dance studio. They have a yoga studio down there. They have 3D printing. Um you can self-publish books um at some libraries. Um some may have hotspots and computers or tablets that you can check out. Like your local library is the place. And on top of that, it's a place where you can go to study. It's a place where you can go and have meetings. I know people who are in, you know, different nonprofits and, you know, uh, Greek letter organizations, all type of shit like that, who have their meetings at the library because oftentimes it's a great central place um, and it's a free place, except if you're weird like Montgomery County. Um in Maryland. I don't know what the fuck is up with them, but they charge for random shit. And I feel like you might have to pay for a room, but DC public. And I think PG uh, County, uh, which are near me, uh, they're free. And a lot of other places are free. There's so many free resources. If you, you know, are a business owner, or you want to learn about business, if there are certain certifications, or if you want to build a resume, there's so much shit provided to you 
through your local library, especially the resources that they have for kids, man. Get into that shit. Dig into that shit. Um, and, I mean, free Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> if you don't have Wi-Fi um, or if you're somewhere and you need access to Wi-Fi, the library is a good stop in place. If your heat breaks or your air breaks, it's definitely a place that will be heated and cooled. Um, it's a plethora of things that you need to know that is going on in your library that can enrich the lives of yourselves, your families, and others in books. Books. Things for you to learn. Librarians can help you find shit that you can't find yourself. Um, Take advantage of the library. Um, Get up off of people who um, aren't information smart. People think, oh, you have no excuse. You have Internet access to the Internet. But the Internet doesn't just give you what you need. You have to know what you need and how to find it on the Internet. Right. It doesn't make sense to you, maybe, because you might be fortunate that you're information smart. But I guarantee you, you're probably not as smart as you think you are. Literacy is key. Critical thinking skills are key. Asking questions, interrogating things is key. Sharing information and how to get it is key. Get up off of people because having access to the internet doesn't just, it's not just this magical thing that makes you all knowing or answers all of your questions. You got to know what to do and how to do it. So get off of people's necks and use this as an opportunity to learn more about how you can be more information smart, how you can improve and increase your information literacy and the information literacy of others around you. That's all I got. Ain't got no more. That's all I have. Ain't got no more. But um, yeah, always remember. I love your black ass. Princess Black Loud Proud cares if don't, nobody else care. Peace.